The Realm Tree Episode 4 Pursuit <sighs> My legs are getting worn out. Someone do carry me. How about you carry yourself, rich boy? Well, I suppose if you're not strong enough to do so... What's that supposed to mean? Get on my back, Golden Wad! <sighs> I know that the inside of the Realm Tree was supposed to be huge, but this is crazy! The Realm Tree is comparable in size to a realm itself. As we continue to climb within it, we can expect to encounter different ecosystems as well. Things will likely get colder as we travel upwards. <sighs> Is a month really long enough to climb to the top of this place? We can make it in ten days if we don't waste all our energy talking. I think I like it better when you don't talk. Tensions were running high. After the excitement of breaking through the first layer of the tree, it's been a few days of hiking upwards, through wooden caverns, dense plant life, and even what looked like fairy-made campgrounds within the tree. We would take a break every several hours to snack on provisions. Nadine and Lex worked together to fill our canteens by creating ice and then melting it. But Mercury urged us to hurry along. Sometimes the tree cooperated with us, giving us sloped roots, stone, and soil for the vertical journey. But then there was the occasional dead end, or loose vine we all had to climb, or terrifying drop down to the next bit of solid ground below us. Personalities were still clashing. Please tell me that vine over there isn't the only way upwards again. Looks like it. Rondell, let me down. I'll let you climb this one without me. After hopping off the much larger ferry, Lex summoned his two grinning will-o'-the-wisps. He snapped his fingers and they hovered down to his feet. In a moment that surprised all of us, he put his feet up and stood right on top of the smiling fireballs. Hmm? Oh, don't worry. Their fire doesn't harm me. You could have had your little fireball friends carry you this whole time? Uh, certainly not. That would be a waste of my magical energy. The hovering fire spirits floated Lex upwards until he was out of sight, jumping off onto the next landing above us. Rondell, did any of that bother you? Pfft, nah. It's not like he was hard to carry. I just saw it as more training. With a grunt, Rondell jumped onto the vine and clambered up. Mercury waited until he reached the top and followed wordlessly. You all right, Nadine? Yeah, I'll need a break soon, but one more vine won't kill me. She followed the boys up, looking like an arctic explorer in her furry winter realm parka. Then it was just me and Daisy. You okay? Wouldn't this be so much easier if everyone was just nice to each other? Okay, I know I'm not the kindest to Lex, but he pisses me off. Mercury too, honestly. I can tell. Maybe don't pressure yourself to mom everyone so hard. They may be jerks sometimes, but they seem capable of taking care of themselves. You're right, you're right. They'll be fine. What in the name of everything holy is that? Should we... Go make sure they're not dead? Yep, okay, right behind you. Luckily, the vine supported itself under the weight of both Daisy and I as we hurried upwards. Mercury and Nadine helped pull us up once we reached the ledge everyone had climbed onto. In a shocking turn of events, both Lex and Rondell were dead silent, transfixed on something in the clearing ahead. It was always strange to see trees growing in this place, and we were faced with an entire forest that began on this next vertical layer of the realm tree's hollow trunk, a forest so dense that we couldn't see what was laid beyond it. On a thick branch of one of these trees was what looked like a huge sleeping bird standing upright. It was twice as tall as any fairy, with a spiked spine like a lizard and loose, patchy feathers ruffling outwards on each tired inhale. That's a big owl. I don't like the way it breathes. No doubt in my mind that it's some sort of monster. Perhaps some realm tree born fauna. Should I punch it? No! 
Let's try and sneak past it. The ground is soil here, so we can move quietly. I took point in leading us around the giant owl, branching left into the weirdly lush forest. It wasn't too different from avoiding the giant beast of the night realm. About 500 paces in, Talia, it's looking at us! The owl's head had twisted to face us. It unfurled wings made of bone and jagged brown feathers that looked like dry leaves and shot off the branch. Move! No, I got this! Rondell took one stride towards the owl, kneeling to jam his right arm into the ground. Everything moved in slow motion. With the owl a breath away, Rondell drew his stone-armored fist straight out of the earth, uppercutting the bird as he stood up. I could feel his wild smile fade as his rock gauntlet broke against the body of the owl, exploding in a shower of pebbles. It staggered midair, then realigned itself, flapping while stationary. Rondell stared at the half-broken gauntlet in disbelief. Uh-huh. All right, fine. I'm running! Everyone close your eyes! Mercury summoned light energy into his hands as if to conjure a weapon. Instead, he pointed both his palms towards the owl's surprised face. I shut my eyes just in time to avoid the flash of light that made the owl screech in pain. Rondell caught up to us quickly, and we all bolted through the trees, the owl weightlessly gliding around the branches in pursuit. Any ideas, anyone? Nadine, got any more surprises in those ice cubes of yours? There's no guarantees that that thing shrugged off a quarter ton of solid rock. Anyone else think it looks rather flammable? Its feathers aren't thick, they're patchy and leaf-like. Can your wisps light it on fire? Stagger it again and I'll see what I can do. <sighs> so it all falls to me. And Lex. And me. Rondell, can you throw the rocks that you pull out of the ground? If I get enough momentum, I could probably shoot it off my fist. Hey, leave that to me, big guy. The owl was catching up to us as the trees grew more sparse. Lex summoned his wisps. Rondell drew a hastily built rock gauntlet out of the ground while running, and Daisy's body glowed with green energy. She clasped Rondell by the forearm. Energized by her power aura, she planted herself and swung Rondell around in a hammer throw. 360 degrees into her spin, he punched the air, propelling the gauntlet off his fist and into the owl's face. It staggered harder this time. Perfection! Lex conducted his wish with fast, circular motions from his hands. They encircled the owl instead of ramming it their flames growing brighter and brighter. The owl started to catch fire as well, shrieking. My heart hurt for it, but it drove itself into the forest floor, flapping and rolling around on the ground. It would have the fire out shortly. No need to thank me. Eat it, bird brain! Let's move! We ran and ran, the shrieks of the owl fading into the distance. That looks like a cave up ahead. It can't easily follow us there. The six of us slowed down as we entered the cave. The inside got darker quickly, so Lex created a small wisp to light the way. Mercury summoned a glowing sword as well and took the rear. Whew. We don't get animals like that in the Autumn Realm. It may be some sort of monster. A species of creature that has absorbed magic from being in this tree for so long. <laughs> we'll probably find even nastier ones further up in the tree. We seem safe for now. Let's explore the cave a little more and see if there's a way through. Is it just me or are we going deeper into the ground? Aren't we supposed to be going up to the top of the... <laughs> Mercury clapped a hand over Rondell's mouth. Stay quiet. There's someone down here. Other fairies this time. Lex extinguished his wisp as we noticed a source of light from down the corridor. The tunnel opened up into a large clearing the size of a field at the very least. Torches lined the wall, making it surprisingly bright. At the end was a stone door built into the cave wall with six fairies facing it down. won't. To have come so far so quickly and to have
have our path obstructed by a door without a key? This is an insult to all that I have worked for! There must be a key around here somewhere. The indents in the door lead me to believe that this is a puzzle to be solved. Perhaps this door opens with another method? You want me to bash it again, boss? Hold on. Save your strength, Cedar. We can't risk injuring ourselves this soon into the test. I am not the interrupting sort of man, but comrades look alive, for we have guests. The six fairies turned around to face us. I recognized them from the tournament. With over a hundred fairies at the time, it was hard to remember names or powers. But we all knew the tiny form of Sunshine Von Brass. Oh! My, my! Who do we have here? Is that... Mercury Chase? Let's see. We have Mercury Chase, the Day Realm prodigy, the Sovereign's daughter, the Spring Realm girl who ended her fight in one punch, the Summer Realm rich boy, the Loudmouth Autumn boy, and my dear sister, Nadine. The boy standing next to Sunshine looked almost exactly like our Winter Realm teammate. Practically the same narrow face, big glasses, snow-white hair, and a neat bowl cut. Though he stood with much more confidence and poise. Hey team, meet my brother Nicholas. He's an asshole. Oh Nadine, must you start this now? <laughs> I suggest you don't irritate us. My team and I have the advantage over yours. And how's that? They have me as their brain, instead of you. Oh yeah? Who's to say I'm not the brain? <laughs> Chess mate. Checkmate, Rondell. Exactly. My turn. So we're faced with uh, Nicholas Christel, Hazel Lucent, Lyndon Breeze, uh, Cedar Rose, Cy Gray, and the one and only Queen Bee herself, Sunshine Von Brass. Very good, Lexi. A plus. Well, we both want to advance, and we're both stuck at this very stubborn door blocking the way forward. But I doubt you'd want to work together with us. <sighs> that actually sounds like a refreshing change so, of... we have no choice but to battle it out to see who can advance then, don't we? If you insist. Oh, I'm so game for a brawl! Same here! And here! What? What? There is literally no reason for us to fight them! We're exhausted and we all just want to get past this stupid door. We can go our separate ways after. It's not like there's a limited amount of wings to go around. We all just need to reach the top before time's up. Nadine, can you please be the voice of reason here? No. Right, listen to... Wait, what? My brother's had this coming for a long time. A loss on this turf might be the only thing that sinks into his skull. Sorry. Overconfidence is not a good look on you, Nadine. Now, prepare. My ultimate strategy will make quick work of- The ground and walls started to rumble. At first I thought I was imagining things. Then I saw everyone notice as it got stronger. Hey, Nicholas, what exactly do you think you're doing? This isn't me, I promise you. Which one of us has earthquake powers again? It is none of us. It must be one of them. Sorry, not us either. Then who is doing this? With a rumble, a dozen stone hands, each the size of a fairy, formed out of the ground around us. They were all covered in bright blue lights like veins, filling the cave with fluorescent light. Attention, fairies! It seems an all-out brawl is about to break out. This greatly increases risk of fatal injury, and we must engage in safety protocol. Oh, come on! But... We will not completely limit your combat. 
Our sensors indicate that your teams have one member from each realm. Pair up against your counterpart and duel it out to settle this. I ask that if one team is more injured than the other, do refrain from attempting to finish them off for good. Killing is still immediate disqualification from earning your wings. But further restraining of them is allowed. Hmm. This saves us some time, brother. Hmm. It does, doesn't it? Nadine and her brother stood face to face. Two stone hands clamped around the pair and drew them into the ground. Alexi, be a dear and stand across from me. There are few people I dread to spend quality time with more than you. Oh, don't worry. You won't be conscious for long. The two summer realm nobles were the next to be taken into the ground. Finally, a good stone floor. Ah, I'm going to whack you hard with my powers, pretty boy. A shame that you and I must have this duel. I'd rather gaze for hours to your eyes, the depth of which could hold a thousand stars. I... ah... Uh, what? Rondell and the smooth-talking Autumn Realm Fairy vanished. Mercury Chase! I have so long awaited this day! Do I know you? Oh, you shall, Mercury Chase. <laughs> you shall. Next went Mercury and his energetic... friend? Daisy was left staring down a massive spring realm fairy with long black hair with a green sheen to it, rippling muscles and more of a beard than I had ever seen on any teenager. <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure of an introduction, but I saw your fight in the tournament, and you know how to throw a punch! Ugh, I guess I've got no choice. Put up your dukes, big guy! Hey, Tall, do your best, okay? The only ones left were me and a Night Realm girl with dark hair that fell in her face and sunken bags underneath her eyes. Something about her seemed familiar. The stone hands enveloped us as well, pulling us into the ground itself. The blue light from their vein-like markings washed us entirely in a pale glow. The girl turned her sunken eyes to meet mine. Just like me, her irises were gray. You don't think any of our teammates will kill each other, will they? Well, definitely hope not. Good. Hey. Something about you seems familiar. I'm no one important. My eyes were drawn to the girl's hand, which was fidgeting with a sewing needle. Once the pods deposit you in your secluded arena, you may begin. You will be returned to the chamber once your battles have concluded. When the stone hands released us, we were in a chamber awash with the same blue light. Just me and the girl, whose eyes moved to the ground. Our fight's over already, Talia Wick. I'm sorry. I attempted to reach for my harpoon, but felt my joints stiffen. I couldn't move my body at all. There's no escape. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano, and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening. And tune in next time for episode 5, Clash. <laughs>